Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Over 14,000 people have now signed the petition at militaryaccountability.com to protect our troops from abuse by the generals and admirals. Nate Kane is one of the original signers. He's gonna tell you why. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt. Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with a Christian statesman. Nate Kane happens to be a candidate for public office. We'll get into that, but that's not why we're interviewing him. We wanna hear about the petition for military accountability. Welcome to the program from West Virginia. Nate Kane, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, thank you for having me on. Great, it's, a, it's an honor to meet you. Uh, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Please introduce yourself and your candidacy. So again, my name's Nate Kane. I am running for the second district of West Virginia for the U.S. House of Representatives. And, uh, and I have uh, a career in cybersecurity for 26 years. I've worked uh, primarily, I started off as a U.S. Army soldier where I got the bulk of my training and then I ended up going on to being a civil servant with the Navy for several years, eventually then uh, to the Marine Corps uh, as a civil servant. And then I left and became a contractor working for the FBI. And while I was at the FBI, I ended up becoming a federal whistleblower, uh, which is where most people have heard of me before. Uh, I was the Uranium One whistleblower that exposed the FBI's cover-up of Hillary Clinton's pay-to-play related crimes. Well, with that fascinating background, I can see why you care about our troops. Thank you for serving, and I wanna be clear that our show and I do not endorse or oppose candidates for public office, including you, and that your opponents are welcome to come on this TV show for equal time if they have something meaningful to say. But this interview is not about your candidacy, although, you know, good luck in your run for Congress. We're really interested in the petition at militaryaccountability.com that you and your friends helped to draft and uh, how did that get started? So Commander Rob Green was really the brainchild behind this. I mean, I think a lot of us have either very been very open and have spoken out about this sort of thing. I know I have for uh, the last few years I've been speaking about. And, um, but Commander Green uh, decided that, you know, this was something that we needed to do and we needed to make a public statement about it. Uh, he drafted this uh, declaration really kind of after the Declaration of Independence, except instead of seeking independence, what we're seeking is accountability. And um, uh, there have been, you know, mem many members that uh, were part of this that, you know, had, had a say in kind of refining it and making it, uh, uh, you know, polishing it before we put it out. And then we wanted to get it out on January 1st uh, as kind of a, you know, right off at the beginning of the year and, and get this out there uh, so that, you know, we could let the American people know that we fully intend uh, to hold our, you know, our senior leadership within the military accountable. Okay, and why now that's let, let's, let's get into the nitty gritty of, sure. of the abuses and crimes that have been perpetuated in recent years against our troops. 
Let me just give some numbers. For example, 8,400 soldiers have been drummed out of the army after being intensely pressured to violate their conscience. All of them, uh, many of them had positive chaplain letters saying, no, mm -hmm. they don't wanna, for example, uh, inject foreign substances into their, into their own body because they're not guinea pigs, number one, uh, and number two, they have legal rights to refuse, and number three, their conscience and religion gives a valid reason for objecting to what the Pentagon was doing to them. Now, of course, we know this was directed by the civilian leadership, the Joe Biden and, and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. They were forcing this from the very top. But did any of the admirals and generals say no? Did any of them fall on their sword and resign? No, they just gave unlawful orders to persecute these troops and kick them out of the service. Your response? Yeah, you know, there's a, um, you will hear people say, I was just following orders. Uh, but there's another large group of people that said the same thing, and that was the Nazis. You know, we are better than that. And, uh, and you know, one of the things that we strive for in the military, at least I know, you know, when I was in the Army, I was taught the Army Corps values. Two of those are integrity and personal courage, both of which I think were lacking in many of our senior leadership. Wow, okay. So you've been a whistleblower before, now you're a whistleblower on this issue. Do you have any examples and names that, that you know, stories that our audience hasn't heard? Sure, um, you know, I was not uh, part of the service, uh, at least not uh, as an enlisted uh, during this time period of COVID. However, uh, I was affected by it because I was a defense contractor. In fact, one of the very few people uh, who are cybersecurity subject matter experts in a field dealing with the weapon systems and the cybersecurity on our submarines. And the fact is I was working as a contractor for a company and I was told you're either going to get vaccinated or you're not gonna be working here anymore. And so they decided that it was worth it for them uh, to you know, tell me to go ahead and leave uh, rather than uh, to you know, keep our Navy and our submarine fleet safe. And uh, and that and I you know so the eight eight thousand uh, in the military is just the tip of the iceberg. I, I don't believe that that includes the National Guard. I don't believe that includes those who who um, did not reenlist or those who resigned their commissions. Those are the people who were kicked out, and those that were kicked out were kicked out with other than honorable uh, discharges, which is you know of course that's like being sentenced with a crime. And um, you know the other thing that that happened uh, that I think was despicable was I know a number of military veterans and, and soldiers who were kicked out and were denied their right, uh, you know, to to their conscientious objection to this vaccine. The fact is, is these vaccines were made with fetal stem lines, and there are plenty of people who are pro-life and they have a, a uh, objection to you know taking vaccines that are uh, made with those, but. The other issue is, I think the biggest problem for a lot of people was this was coerced. This was not something where they said, hey, we have a vaccine that has been you know, tested and tried and, and we want you to take this uh, you know, for the sake of the military. Um, no, they said, you will take this or you'll be kicked out. And we've already dealt with this before. This was adjudicated back in 2004. Yeah, uh, after and, the, and after let me the say that, that the Marines won their lawsuit, the Navy SEALs won their lawsuit, 
That's right. They did this illegally, and Congress overturned the mandate because of our That's petitions, right. because of our TV viewers who signed many of those petitions at PrayInJesusName.org. Congress heard us, changed the law, and now the Secretary of Defense is begging for these soldiers to come back. Oh, please, we didn't mean to kick you out. Come back and serve with us again, not so fast. Right after this, let's take a short break. Uh, Nate Kane will explain how you can sign the petition. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed, and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100-fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor when you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word Text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-OBEY-GOD. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Nate Kane is a candidate for public office. Uh, we are neither opposing nor endorsing him or others for that office but just uh, full disclosure, that he is uh, interested in military accountability. In fact, the website, militaryaccountability.com, uh, is where you can sign the petition. Nate, what is the petition language and why should people sign? So the petition is really, it is designed kind of after the Declaration of Independence, like I said, except for wanting and declaring uh, independence, we, we want to maintain you know, a strong military, but that means that we need to have accountability uh, for those that violated the law. 
what we have done, those of us, the, the 231 original signers and the tens of thousands that have signed on to the petition to say that they support this, what we are saying essentially is this, we will do everything within our power and you know, of course the will of God uh, to run for office to take up positions uh, you know, that give authority to be able to hold those accountable who perpetrated this crime against our military veterans and, and our military uh, active duty service members. This is just the beginning. You know, This is not the end all be all because this obviously happened in the civilian world too. But what's unique about the military is that it has a very regimented justice system with the UCMJ and there is a uh, possibility for us to be able to recall uh, those leaders who have retired, bring them back and hold them accountable uh, by you know, bringing about a courts martial and uh, you know, having a trial within the military uh, system. If found guilty, those of us that are running for political office, we've um, pledged to, to support uh, and, and draft legislation uh, to remove the uh, remove the pensions and the, the uh, retirement from those that are convicted of these crimes. Uh, I think this is an important step towards justice because- And as a former Navy chaplain, I had to fall on my sword at one point in my career uh, and I didn't resign. Instead, I demanded my own misdemeanor court martial when they told me I could not pray in Jesus name as a Navy chaplain. I said, well, I'm gonna do that anyway, punish me. And they did, I was found guilty of worshiping in public. But the good news is, so many people petitioned Congress, it caused an outrage across America that Congress changed the law, the Navy was forced to repent, and now the chaplains can pray in Jesus' name. So we restored religious freedom for the military by one person or a team of you know 300,000 petition signers standing up together for justice. That's what you're doing. Uh, what are some of the parallels? Well, you know, I, I look at, just to give you an example of, of something that just blows my mind is you look at history and you look at the the military, uh, you know, from its very inception in America, prayer has been a part of, you know, pretty much every campaign. And so to try to say that you can't do that or to try to say that you're going to have to inject something that you object to because of how it was made, uh, you know, this is, it is a, a absolute violation of our religious freedom in this country. And the, the interesting thing, the, the paradox is that the people who go into the military, they don't give up their rights. They may give up their privileges for a period of time, but at the end of the day, they're still American citizens. They're still entitled to their rights under the constitution. Otherwise, what are they fighting for? You know, otherwise, what, what is the point and purpose of serving if not to fulfill that oath that we all took, which is to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So I think that is uh, the, the key thing that when we're looking at these guys that uh, perpetrated this, uh, what were they doing in regards to their oath? They were violating it. Why do you think none of Joe Biden's admirals and generals, some of whom were promoted by Donald Trump in a previous administration, none of them took a stand? None of them resigned, none of them fell on their sword or became a whistleblower like you did, like I did, and say, I will not abuse my troops. Why did they all vote to abuse their troops and remain silent? Well, I think part of it is that uh, I think many of these people, uh, instead of, they don't think about 
the consequences because there are none. You know, they know that they just got to hang in there a little bit longer and they'll get their retirement and then they'll be able to, you know, live out the rest of their days with a nice uh, fat paycheck coming every month. I think that is probably the biggest reason right there. Or maybe they were striving for a promotion and, uh, you know, they were hoping to move up in the Biden administration. And so, of course, they're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. But at the end of the day, we're all going to stand before God and we're going to be held accountable not only for the evil things that we did, but for the things that we didn't do that we could have that was righteous. Uh, you know, I think uh, that's one of the things that to me has driven me is that knowledge, that fear of God, that know, knowledge that someday I'm going to be held accountable. And I don't want to hear from the Lord, uh, you know, I put you in a position to do something and you chose not to. Instead, I want to hear, uh, you know, you've done well, my good and faithful servant. Amen to that. We want people to sign the petition at militaryaccountability.com. When we come back, we'll talk about military intelligence and how Nate Kane was a whistleblower. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at mypillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Nathan Kane, who is a candidate for public office. We are not endorsing him, but uh, Nate, do you have a website for that? 
I do. Uh, people can find out more about my campaign by going to www.natecain, the number four, wv.com. That's N-A-T-E-C-A-I-N, the number four, wv.com. And you're and, running uh, for the really West Virginia second, and we wish you luck. But we also invite your opponents to come on this show for equal time. Uh, Nate, I was also a former Air Force intelligence officer. And uh, I've read some of the policies, and later in my civilian life, we've talked about on this TV show, some of the bad policies that began, unfortunately, under the Bush administration, where they mm. were spying on American citizens, and the courts kind of turned a blind eye to this and said, oh, it doesn't violate your Fourth Amendment rights. But there have been other whistleblowers that have been uh, exiled or, or jailed how is your case different and what did you do? So my case is um, a bit unique. Uh, I, I, as far as I know, I was the very first ever uh, to utilize something called the Intelligence Community Whistleblower Protection Act uh, to blow the whistle with the Department of Justice. Um, the, the more familiar Whistleblower Protection Act, the WPA, uh, only applies to government employees. And since I was a contractor, I could only utilize the ICWPA. The downside to the ICWPA is that it does not protect you against reprisal. Um, and after I completed my whistleblowing, which took almost a year to get through the entire process, about five months later, I was raided by the FBI with 16 agents and uh, and they, they pretty much made my life a living hell for a while there. Wow. Um, in the end, I was never charged. I not didn't even have a ding on my security clearance. I still maintain my top secret clearance, which I've had for 26 years. Um, but there was no justice. In fact, the only thing that happened out of it was that uh, ultimately I got this document documents into the hands of the Intel committees. And then uh, there was a change of politics. The Democrats took over and uh, I was told by Devin Nunez, that uh, Adam Schiff became the chairman of the judicial of the chairman of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, and he shut down the investigation uh, that they were conducting. Wow. So that, yeah, so unfortunately, you know, would I do it again? Yes, um, but I now you know understand that sometimes you have to do the right thing, even though you're not going to get the results that you want. Uh, I think it's important that we always do the right thing because if we don't. Uh, then you know what about that one percent chance that maybe something does happen you know correctly uh, if we're not uh, you know doing the right thing and speaking up when we see things that are wrong uh, then yeah. there's no chance at all you did suffer reprisal uh, just like I did when I was a whistleblower about my policy they came after me and prosecuted the whistleblower which violated the missile the, the reprisal protections that I was supposed to have they ignored that threw it out the window um, were you able to remain employed? How, how did you, what do you do with your TS clearance now? So um, so I had left uh, the FBI uh, after I made my disclosure, I, I left and I got a job with the, the VA, um, but I was still in that process of getting things, you know, turned over completely. And, uh, and so I had been working at the VA for about a year. Um, I actually had two disclosures that I made. The first one was directly to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence senior staffer to Devin Nunez. He asked me to go back in. Um, I brought out additional documents that he had asked for. 
uh, and then I got uh, cut off from comms. And so that's when I had to go and file and go through the procedures of getting a lawyer to protect me and everything. But in the end, um, I had gotten a job at the VA. When the FBI raided me, they ensured that I lost my job at the VA. I found out through my supervisor that uh, the, the core contracting office of representatives had contacted the FBI to ask if they could bring me back because I had been put on administrative leave. And, uh, and they were told, well, you can do what you want, but you know, uh, we would not advise you know, uh, you know, to bring him back, that you know, we would never let him near our systems again. And uh, of course, uh, you know, as a contractor, uh, they said, well, why would we wanna you know, have that liability? So they, they cut me loose. Um, it took me a while to find another job, but you know, thank God I did. I still had my clearance, it was still intact. In and uh, so I was hired by a uh, defense contractor and started working for the Navy uh, as a cybersecurity uh, subject matter expert for PEO subs and uh, doing cybersecurity on our submarine fleet. So I did that for about three years until the COVID-19 um, situation when uh, Biden had put a executive order forward to basically demand that all contractors would have to get vaccinated. And uh, at that point, I left and I started my own company. There was a slight little clause in there that said uh, any companies that were uh, 10 or less employees you know, were exempt from that. So I started my own company and, uh, and I was able to get another contract, uh, ironically, uh, with a sub-agency to the uh, Department of Justice again. So I'm now you know, uh, working within the Department of Justice again. I am so pleased that you have, you're like one of those, uh... Uh, punching bags that you just bounce right back up and you go right back into the fray. You are unafraid and I am, I am so proud to meet you. Uh, we have just two minutes left. Uh, I'm gonna say a prayer and then I'll give you the last word. Uh, Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus name for religious freedom for our troops, for those who have been punished for their conscience. When they tried to do the right thing, when they took a stand, uh, when they said, no, you will not violate my religion. I will obey God, even if it costs me my job. Father, reward those who lost their jobs and reward those for who did the right thing and were punished anyway. But Father, we condemn and we ask that you would hold accountable those who did the wrong thing and got away with it. Father, we sign and, and lend our agreement to militaryaccountability.com and that petition, and I pray for justice. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Amen. we have one minute, I'll give you the last word. So the last thing I would say to people is, uh, we have to remember that we have the privilege and the duty to ensure that we are electing people that are going to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. We've been given this great privilege to live in this country, to be born here, and we certainly don't wanna lose those privileges, those God-given rights that we have on our watch. And so I would encourage everyone to ensure that you go out, talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, ask them if they are voting. One of the things that I'm noticing as I'm going around is that there's an awful lot of people eligible to vote that do not vote, especially in primaries. And that's so critically important. We've got to get more people engaged in, you know, in basically steering the future of this country. And, uh, and I would just want to thank you for having me on and, uh, and just tell your listeners, God bless you and keep you and do not be afraid no matter what. God has got you, he's got your back. He had mine. Uh, I was able to blow the whistle on the FBI, the DOJ, uh, the uh, Hillary Clinton and 
foreign, uh, you know, Russian agents, and I still am standing here today to tell Amen. the tale. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please sign a petition there to protect our troops' religious freedom when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-ObeyGod. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.